This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching Lester Till I Die TV. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Hello fellow Fox fans, how the devil are we? It's Friday, it's just gone 7 o'clock, all that can mean one thing is the fact that it is the Opposition View show and um, we have got Southampton at the weekend at home at the KP, uh, we're looking at Southampton and um, we're back to league action after the 4-0 win over Stoke in the FA Cup. 
Welcome along. This is Lester Till I Die, and I hope you're all well, and this is what you watch. You are watching Lester Till I Die TV with Chris and Chumps. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. All you need for everything Leicester City FC. It's Lester Till I Die TV. Lester Till I Die, now available on Spotify. We are, and not only are we on Spotify, but we're also on uh, YouTube live, uh, and that's Lester Till I Die TV. And if you're watching on there, please give us a little subscribe and um, a little follow on there. Periscope Twitter is at Lester TID. And um, <laughs> sorry about this, I'll explain in a second. And on Facebook, we're on Lester Till I Die, the group. If you're watching on Facebook, as I always say, please give that StreamYard link a little link, a little click, and join in, and it brings your name up. A little of a bit of a panic in my voice there because the Southampton fan that's joining me today, a good friend of mine, George, his uh, internet and Wi Fi just went, and I'm looking at the screen, and it was nowhere to be seen. And I thought, this is going to be a good chat with myself. Uh, but then again, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't have any arguments, would I? Anyway, let's welcome him in and say hello to George. Good evening, George. Hi, Chris. How you doing, mate? You all right? Not so bad. Yeah, you just made me fill my pants. <laughs> yeah, not the greatest Wi-Fi here, but we're, we're on now, so happy days. We're on. Don't worry. Just uh, don't touch anything. Don't move, as they say. Southampton on Friday, um, sorry, on Saturday at the KP. Um you must be looking forward to it. You're having a good season. Yeah, we are. We are having a good season. I think Hasanut has been, uh, well, certainly the best best member of our squad this year. So uh, him and Danny Ings, them two together, that's, yeah, really good season. I mean, <laughs> there's a joke on another Southampton um, podcast recently that every time they watch a game on the on the TV or listen to it on the radio, they actually have a countdown to when that game was mentioned. Uh, it, I think it was 11 minutes it was in the last podcast. We're not going to get it out of the way. Let's just go straight into it. 9-0. Let's not avoid it. It's there. It happened. Um, I was just getting the BBC website up, and they've even got that on there. It was a club record 9-0 defeat. It was a all-time, I think, a, a record away win. But looking at that, it, and I, I mentioned this on the preview show on Tuesday. A lot of clubs would have sacked the manager. A lot of clubs would have made changes. You didn't. You stuck with the manager, and he's still there now. And look, look where you are. In a lot of ways, it worked out well for you. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's fantastic. I mean, me personally, I don't know one Southampton fan that, that wanted him out even after the nine 0 You know, I mm. think. Yeah, we wanted a new centre-half, we wanted a new goalie, but no one wanted um, Hassan Hootel out. Everyone, you know, believed in the way that he was training people and the way he was coaching the, the, the kids. But, you know, he's written a book on how he wants every single player in the whole club to perform. So, you know, you know what you're getting down from the under-8s to the first team. So, I think yeah. that's, um, yeah, you can see from our last performance against Liverpool, you know, we ended the, the game with six academy players on the pitch. So, yeah. it's still quite a big part of our... Um, you know, culture and things. So yeah, Hasanutu definitely matches that that description. Um, yeah, just just brilliant. Yeah, I mean, look at West Brom this season. It'll be interesting to see what happens with them because first chance they got, 
they brought Big Sam in, you know, and uh, I know I know Leicester, when we, we suffered in the playoff semi-finals against Watford, and it would have been very easy for us then to have got rid of Pearson. We didn't. We yeah. stuck with him, got promotion straight away the next, the next season. He Is he the best manager you've had for a while? Well, um, I'm not sure. When you're talking about Kuman and Pochettino, mm. you've got managers there that are now probably known across the world for being maybe in the top 20, 10, 20 managers in the world now. Certainly yeah. Pochettino. Kuman at, probably at Southampton, he probably was. But no, once he left, he he's had, he struggled at Barca, isn't he? But he's got to be yeah. you know, a big manager to be managing a club like Barcelona. So... I think Hassan Hootel at this stage in his career is doing better than how them two were. Um, yeah. However, yeah, Pochettino did push on when he went to Spurs. Um, and, you know, I respect Pochettino because he was a great manager and he moved on to, in fairness, a bigger club um, and he performed. So, you know, what I hate is when a manager goes to another club and doesn't perform and you just think, you know, you could have stayed with us yeah. um, and kept going. But no, in fairness, Pochettino and Koeman, um, they they both did push on a little bit and, Maybe not so much Kuman anymore, but Pochettino definitely. And he's a passionate guy. I mean, he was crying after the Liverpool game, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, some you know, you got people got mixed thoughts on it. I personally think you love to see it, no matter what manager yeah. it is in the league. But yeah. I've had a lot of Liverpool fans messaging me saying, you know, Hassan Hoot was wrong to do that. It's over the top and things like that. But I, you know, fair play to him. He's never beaten yeah. Klopp in his career and. To end the pitch with with six academy players, four of them under the age of twenty one, I think it's it showed that you know it meant a lot to him, which is good. To be honest with you, football is all about passion in my eyes, and you know, like you say, it was an ambition of his to beat Klopp, wasn't it? And he, he exactly, he's finally yeah. done it. We can't say. I mean, I remember when it became quite obvious. I think, and I can't remember the game, but when we had Ranieri and in the year we won the title, there was a game that sort of almost sort of tipped us over to the point when it's now ours to lose. And he walked off the pitch crying. And it, it's it's good to see a manager that does show, because there's a, a lot of managers out there that don't show emotion. You think like, is this, yeah. you know... Sorry, Chris, I've, I've forgotten you won the league. Now you haven't, brought, you haven't mentioned it for a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> you not see what's in the corner there, mate? Just, just for all the viewers on here, me and Chris used to work together and Chris used to come in Possibly every day, and uh, and say about the, the the great escape and the title win. So I've I've heard it on multiple occasions. But fair play, you know. Definitely. What I mean. You, I think, I think you were, you you were there. You were obviously there that season. You were stuck between myself and James, who was a Spurs fan. <laughs> wasn't good, was it? Wasn't good. That was a long season. <laughs> but funny thing was that neither of us thought we could do it. No. I mean, the funniest thing that season was that actually we had an amazing season as well. And if it wasn't for you guys winning the league, we would have been the talk of the season because we finished sixth, three points off a Champions League place, which is our yeah. um, record points tally. But obviously, because you just you know won the won the league out of nowhere, that everyone's attention was on Leicester. Um, but yeah, we it both was. had good seasons that year. Yeah, I, I remember coming into to work uh, hungover the day after we actually. <laughs> can't blame uh, actually you. Can't blame you. I tell you, what, how, how many times did I turn up to work in my Leicester shirt and got away with it? You know? <laughs> I don't know how you got away with it, to be honest. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't. I really, really don't. I mean, but I mean, I, I think Southampton and Leicester are very much similar sort of clubs, size-wise, yeah. fan base size. Do you still look at that and use that as an instrument? Do you think that could be us one day? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, my my dad always said to me as a kid when because I started sporting Southampton, we were in League One and we were you yeah. know fighting at the bottom, minus ten points. And my dad said to me, "Don't worry, son, we'll be back." You know, in the Prem in your lifetime. And I never believed him. Um, yeah. And obviously, five years later, there we are, Premier League and Europa League. But to be honest, I look at you know your club and obviously we've got exactly the same stadium and things like that. Yeah. And I think, you know, possibly it could be us. However, you know, that title win was a huge anomaly. It really was. I mean, yeah. I've never seen anything like that. I mean, the only sort of relevant season I know of is the one where Montpellier won the, um, the French league. Just out of the blue, no one yeah. expected it. And I think Giroud must have scored about 25 goals that year and they won the league. So, and that's in a farmer's league, in my opinion. So, you yeah, know, to, for you guys to win the Premier League was just, yeah, it's amazing. Well, really. well, just a quick couple of mentions here. Um, Stephen Collins, good evening, Stephen. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, Rudy Ahern, um, we'll have too much for Southampton tomorrow, 2 0. We'll come on to predictions at the end. Uh, and Brett Ahern, hello to Brett and hello to your good lady wife as well, if she's watching, she usually is. Knowings, and we're going to come on to that in a second, uh, better margin than the 2 0 I originally predicted. You haven't got Ings. He, he, he looks like he's out. Yeah, he's a big doubt, isn't he? So, yeah, yeah. Probably, probably rest him up because I think we've got quite a few games coming up. So, I, I, I'm happy to, to, yeah, if he's yeah. Not, not fit because of COVID, I'm happy to give him a rest. And then, uh, to, to us, I mean, that must be... I mean, I look at that and I had Ings down, obviously, as the main threat. He's on fire. The guy is, is on fire and probably, you know, deserves England chance, etc. Um, from our point of view, if he doesn't start, pretty must be pretty much like you looking at it and Vardy not starting. You're going to think like, yeah, great. Who, who's going to be your threat up front if Ings doesn't, doesn't play? Well, in my opinion, I think we, we've proven that we can cope without Ings. Um, mm. Funnily enough, when Ings got injured, Adams and Walcott stepped up massively. So ho I'm hoping that they'll do it again. Um, however, with Redmond out as well, we may have to play one of the youngsters, um, which I don't mind, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, no, Ings out is, is obviously a massive hit. But, it, you know, if he's not fit, then you, you can't be risking him. You know what I mean? You, you, can't, no. you can't risk him. He's too good. And especially with his, with his records, with injuries as well. There's no point risking yeah. it. Brett's saying here, apparently he has tested positive and he's he's definitely out. And at the oh, end of the it? day, health is, health is more yeah. important than, than, than the anything. Thing, the only thing I say to that is he tested positive, I think, nine, ten days ago. So right. he, he will be able to, he would be able to play Saturday, but he hasn't trained all week because of COVID. So you can't, he'd be, ava he'd be available Saturday to go out and do whatever he wants, but he, he won't yeah. be playing. Unless he's on the bench for, for you know, when come on for 10 minutes, you don't know. But like you say, when you've not played for, te you know, 10 days or, or trained, it's going to be a, uh, it's hard to come back and just play, play isn't it, really? Um, you sound like us at the start of the season, because at one point we have the same position as you and, you know, we've had to bring players through because we had an injury list as long as you are. And... I think it's shown more than anything, along with Chelsea last season, when you've got to play the youngsters, that they're actually, you know, if you've got a good like Southampton and Leicester and, 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 and some of these clubs, the youngsters can do a good job for you. Yeah, they can. They can, especially when you've got, a, you know, a known academy across Europe. You, you'd you'd yeah. be thinking that hopefully someone will be able to step up to the plate and perform. But, 
yeah, to be honest, we haven't got that many coming through at the moment, I don't think. But yeah. I, I, I don't know the full academy, so I'm not 100% sure. No. I mean, we, we've got... Uh, we're, we're in the same problem that with, with, with us. With Je- if Jamie Vardy's injured, we haven't got anybody that can come in and really sort of score score goals in his place. Because Inacho, to be quite honest with you, is, is as much use as a fart in a paper bag at the moment. No, I said that when he left City. You know what I mean? I said that when he left City. He's yeah. I don't. Yeah, he's not a proven Premier League goal scorer, is he? And he, I'll get. I'll score ten in that City team. You know what I mean? You'll score ten in that <laughs> well, City exactly. Team. The funny thing was, I was watching Sky Sports. I'm, I, I was up at like two in the morning, and there's always like Sky Sports. There's always football on, and it was one of those like best ever Premier League goals and. Uh, he, he was featured, but it was from like inside the six-yard box, which I think most of his goals are scored from. <laughs> yeah, he scored a couple of good ones against us, though, didn't he? That season when you, I think you lost four. T- I can't remember the score, but yeah, he scored scored a couple against us. But it, it's not it's not regular enough, do you know what I mean? But you have got Harvey Barnes to worry about. Yeah, he, he's dangerous. He's doing well for us. He's come through do really well. I'm just having a look here. It's saying here, and excuse my um, pronunciation here, because I'm rubbish with some of these names, but Oriol Romeo, Janik Vestergaard, Mohamed Salisu, Nathan Redmond, Musa Genpo, is it? BBC is saying they're they're all doubtful. Yeah, so Vestergaard is the biggest miss, obviously, apart from Ings, uh, I've got to point out. Vestergaard, for me, has been our player of the season, him and Ings, so um, I think, yeah. And he's, he's a giant, you know what I mean? However, I do think for this game against Leicester that Stevens is going to be uh, a better player to play at centre-back uh, purely because of pace. You know, I think Vardy would absolutely tear yeah. Vestergaard a new one. On the ball, he's probably one of the best centre-backs uh, in the outside the top six, I'll say, Vestergaard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's not very quick. So I think that may, you know, help us that Stevens is quicker. Yeah. I'm going to ask you about Shane Long because... When, I, when we did um, the transfer show that I do on a Wednesday, the guy that I do it with suggested that Shane Long might be somebody we go for because we are we do need another striker. Because like I say, you know, Inacho isn't doing it and Perez, you know, it's not really his position. Do you rate Shane Long at all? I love Shane Long personally. I think, I don't think he is at all world class. He's obviously good at football because he's a professional footballer, but I don't think yeah. he's, um, you know, top class. I think he, he, he puts 100% in every week, you know, 110%, that's guaranteed. Uh, six, yeah. seven out of 10 every week, but, you know, he's not a world beater. Um, yeah. He's a good sort of super sub or potentially starting in the championship. I think that's where he should probably go next is drop down a league. I mean, he's 33 now, I think, so... Um, is it? Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, guy here saying, don't know who you are, but Facebook user, let's not kid ourselves. This is to say we're not where we are because of one player, Nora Southampton. It's still going to be a tough game, but I think we take the lead 3-1, 3-1 to us. You're away from home. We're at home. Our home form has been dreadful. Yeah, we, We've won four out of the eight games. It, we've lost more so far this season than the whole of the 2019-20 season all season. Your away form has been absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. You, you you could set a top... It says that you could set a top flight record of seven consecutive away fixtures unbeaten if you beat us tomorrow. Yeah. You must be, you must be going in quite confident. <laughs> um, yeah. As, as much as I am confident, I'm also a bit wary of, you know, what you... Your, your threat. 
However, I think apart from the 9-0, we do actually have a quite a good track record against you. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, obviously, was it 3-0 you lost to West Ham earlier on the season at home? Was yeah, and Three. don't mention so, Fulham. <laughs> you just, yeah, you, you just, yeah, Fulham, of course. Um, and obviously, at the moment, I think away from home, we're one of the most dangerous sides. So, and I think it's yeah. just because of the way we play, you know, it's counter-attacking, yeah. things like that. So, yeah, you, you've got a better track record. But I'd say probably in the last five years, since we've come back to the Premier League and you have, yeah. I think we've probably just edged it over the last few years. Um, to be honest with you, it's, I think in, in the Premier League, we've played 28, nine draws, eight wins to you, 11 to us. It's, it's pretty close, like you say, yeah. and and we haven't got, like you say, of recent seasons, take the 9-0 out, and it, it's not been, you know, you, you're almost one of our bogey teams. Yeah, I, I, I think so, but then, yeah, you know, people will always remember the 9-0, so you can't, yeah. Yeah, it could come back to be an albatross around our, our neck, of course, you know, but... Um, it was last you, season, so yeah. yeah. You did. You, you. In fairness, you, you, you won the, uh, you won the return leg, which was obviously at the KP, um, and I think that was always on the cards. I think you had a, a point to prove. We, we, we talked just before um, we came live, and Hudson Howell didn't have to do a team talk. That he just had to put the score on no. the board, didn't he? No, yeah. it's one of the only games where you won't need a team team talk, in my opinion. Um, yeah, he probably. I think apparently he showed them um, highlights of the game. Twice over yeah. um, before right. before we played you, so yeah. yeah, I'd imagine that got them fired up enough. Well, I think so. I think as um, as professional footballers, it, it is a, there's pride in there as well, isn't there? So um, yeah, you you've won three and drawn three. You've only you only lost one of your past seven league games, um, and that was a one nil under Man City. So well, we're, yeah, we're doing all right. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't like to say we beat Man City 5-2, but hey, you know, I, I, I won't <laughs> yeah. mention that. Uh, problem is, and this might be the fact with, like you say, with, with, with Danny Ings um, being injured of, of recent, you scored just one goal in your past four games. So scoring, you know, yeah. you're not free flowing at the moment, are you? No, not at all. But I, what I will say is that I think in the last four games, we've let in one goal and kept three clean sheets. Um, mm. So, yeah, last three games, we've not let one in. Um, let's yeah. have a look at that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah we we've yeah, done pretty well. The game at Arsenal, you know, we should have won that. We should have won the game at Arsenal. Um, yeah. They had ten men. We were pressing, but I think both teams are quite tired. So all in all, yeah, defensively very very good. But we just need a few more goals. And I don't think Ings being out, I don't think that's going to help help our um, no. yeah help help the goals. But life goes on. I, I must admit, that the, uh, with the way the season's going. I don't look forward to games that are played at the KP because I say our record is is so bad. Um, looking at looking at Leicester, um, Brendan Rodgers has been linked with every manager's job that's going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Apart from the West Brom, which I think was a bit of a stitch up with, with Sam Allardyce, but you know he's linked with you know Arsenal every every time they lose. He's now been linked with Chelsea. Uh, now Pochettino's gone to Barcelona, Man United. Do you do you think he's a good fit for Leicester? And do you think he, he he'll stay at Leicester? Now it's funny actually because I was having this conversation with um, a couple of my friends yesterday. Um, hmm. Personally, I think. He could stay at Leicester. 
However, I do think eventually he will he will leave. That's just my yeah. personal opinion. Uh, yeah. I just think he, I just think he's a great manager. You know, he's proven that when he's been at Liverpool, he's excellent, uh, unbelievable at um, at Celtic, and now he's at Leicester. Yeah, even even better, really. So yeah. um, I think personally, I think he will go to a, a top six club. I know you're in the top six now, and you're probably you know a modern top six, but I mean you know yeah. one of the big six. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I I, I agree with you. I think that this. Everybody says to me, like, are you going to be a top six side? You know, you were fifth last season. You're up there and you're up there most of the season. You are again now. Unfortunately, I think the top six will always be seen, or the big six, I should say, will always be seen as the big six. Yeah, but it's, they up, will. it's up to teams like us to make it the big seven or the, the, the big eight, yeah, you know. And I think it has happened this year. I mean, you've got Everton, mm. us, um, you, yeah. uh, you've got Villa. All yeah. looking really good, um, and then I even think you know teams like Palace. I know they're struggling, but they, I think they have got that ability to to sort of push on and you know try and make that top eight. So yeah. there's a yeah. few teams, Leeds as well. I think if they don't let in as many goals as they have been, I think they could also push for the top eight. But at the moment, it's looking unlikely. It it is, and it, and it is a season when. Anybody could do anything. There's, there's forms out the window. There's no advantage in playing at home. You know, I think we, we're struggling because the atmosphere at the King Power, we have the clappers, which you either love or you hate. Uh, I think as home fans, we love them. But it, it is a season when it is going to be another surprise. I mean, let's face it, the biggest surprise is Man United sat on the, at the top of the table. <laughs> that is, uh... Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Considering yeah. that, you know, for... Four weeks ago, so I was on the verge of getting sacked. It's yeah. um, it's crazy, yeah. and Arteta as well. You know, Arsenal yeah. are, are now yeah. two points behind um, title challengers Chelsea. I think it's a couple of points. So it's just yeah. a crazy season. It really is. Do you do you think Leicester can do well in in? Do you think we'll stay there this season? We struggled last season, came back post COVID, and and things went sort of tits up basically. Yeah. Do you think we can do better this season? And where, where do you see where do you see both teams finishing? Uh, I think it'll be close, but I do think you'll probably pip us. Just I think you'll you'll finish above Arsenal. I think you could even finish above Chelsea. So I'd say you probably top six would be um, my guess. I think you'll probably finish sixth. Yeah, uh, maybe potentially higher, but I'd say I think top six is probably nearly a guarantee. I think. Yeah, because um, I think with Vardy, if he stays fit and keeps scoring goals, it, you know he'll he'll get you twenty twenty five goals. So yeah, yeah, top six, and I think we'll finish just behind you, maybe seventh, eighth. It's great though. I love the fact that we're talking about our teams in that sort of position, and you know, yeah. and the fact that the likes of the Arsenal's, the Chelsea's aren't struggling because it's funny. Last season, Chelsea couldn't they had the transfer embargo, couldn't buy anybody did well, went out and spent millions and millions and millions, and they're struggling. That that yeah. says something, doesn't it? You yeah, know. they are. But I think, yeah, obviously they've got Lamps. You know, he's he's still young and he's proven at yeah. Derby that he's a, he's a decent manager. But I think they, they do trust him more than another manager, like, you know, Sarri, for example. I think yeah. Lampard's, you know, he's part of the hierarchy almost, isn't he? So Yes, yeah. Mate, I'm gonna. I've got to ask you this, and um, we're, we're coming towards the end now. But um, your mascot—it's a dog. I mean, that isn't your mascot. That's just. That's just it's, a, it's, actually, it's actually a bear. Um, yeah, Is it? A bear. Oh. Yeah, a couple of bears. You've got Sammy, Sammy Saint, and Super Saint. So yeah, a couple of bears. Yeah. 
Is there a reason for the bears? I mean, we have a fox because of the fox hunting tradition. Yeah. It sounds bad. I don't actually know. I think it's on the no. on our badge. I think it's on our yeah. badge. Um, to, to be honest with you, you're about the third Saints fan. In fairness, not just yourself that doesn't know why. You know, yeah. it's but hey, no. at, least, at least at least we're not going to boiler like uh, like West Brom. Yeah. yeah, no, very true. I mean, it's like one of those things, you know. I. I don't even know where, um, well, I do now, but I didn't know where Saints Pompey originated from, you know, why there was such a rivalry. Yeah. Um, obviously, yeah. it's because of the ports back in the 19th century. So, not many Saints fans know that. They just hate Pompey for, yeah, being local. <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of football things run deep and go on for, for years and years that, uh, yeah. that you just, you just you, if you knew, you just go up hating the club, don't you? <laughs> you do, yeah. Yeah, you do. Uh, well, Looking at score predictions, um, we do a thing on, on LeicesterTillIDie.com, which is the website, with ex-players, and they've actually gone quite fair to you. Steve Walsh has gone 2-0 to right. us. Uh, Steve Linux has gone 1-1. One, one. Um, Ian Marshall has gone 2-2. Two, two. And I must admit, I think it'd be a high-scoring game. I've gone 3-2 okay. to us, obviously, obviously. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, somebody said, somebody said one day, that's that to us. I went, no, 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 that is definitely to us. So 3-2. Um, sit your neck on the line, mate. What are you going for? Away from home, good well, for... I, I, I think it'll be a... I actually think it'll be a low-scoring game. Um, right. I think it'll be one go either way, but I, I've got to back my own team here, and I give it a bit of uh, competition. So we'll, yeah. we'll say 1-0 Saints. 1-0 Saints, well... I'm not not confident <laughs> for that, but we'll, we'll say 1-0 Saints. As I always say, that people that say it doesn't matter as long as it's a good game and it's all about the football, bollocks. We yeah. all want to win. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and, we do, yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, see, agreeing with me here. Somebody's got good taste there. Three, two, we'll, all we'll day. See. We'll, we'll see after the game. And no, no doubt you will, uh, you will come back on and remind me if you beat us. But uh, hey, yeah, I'll John. See you next time. Yeah. Thanks very much for joining us, mate. Is no it you? It's, it's been great having you on. Uh, yeah, I'd say good luck for tomorrow, but I won't mean it. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, don't worry. But well, good luck then. for the rest of the season. You too. Yeah, I'll you, soon. you Stay Cheers. safe, mate. See you later. Okay. Have a good Thanks one. a lot. Bye-bye. So thanks to George there. Um, uh, as I say, I, I did work with the guy, and he did actually live with me through or work with me, but uh, be there for the whole of the title-winning season. And I think a lot of um, of uh, my fellow colleagues that year were glad when the season <laughs> was over. Um, I'm doing okay. I don't know who you are, sir, because you're just coming up as Facebook user. But um, I'm doing well, and I hope you are as well. So, 8.15 it is. 8.15 on um, Saturday night. Um, we've got to get used to all these different times on all these different uh, channels on all these different days. Uh, it's on BT Sport. Um, let me just try and get it up here for you. Uh, on BT Sport, 8 p.m., 8.15, King Power Stadium on tomorrow night. Big Saturday night. Let's hope we do get the win and let's hope we are going to come back with three points and keep um, uh, keep uh, keep the winning runs going and keeping us up there at the top of the league. And um, let's hope, I know it's on BT, but let's hope Sky, BT and everybody else realise that there are nine other games in the Premier League, not just Liverpool, Man United. <laughs> 
Hey, I don't know about you. I live in hope. I live in hope. Thanks so much for watching. If you want to watch this up on, on Catch Up, don't forget on YouTube, it's Lester Till I Die TV. Please give us a subscribe. Uh, we need to get those figures up. It's, it's doing really, really well. Appreciate you uh, following us. And if you want to listen to us, if you don't want to look at me, and like I always say, I can't blame you for that at all, you can get us on your favorite podcast platform, including the big ones Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google and anchor and that's a lester till i die or you can just ask alexa to play the podcast lester till i die we'll see you on about half seven tomorrow for the pre-match show with josh and then 40 minutes after the final whistle for the post-match with brad and let's hope we're talking about three points if not i'm sure george is going to let me know and <laughs> he won't let me forget it take care guys thanks for joining us and i'll see you tomorrow like i say about half seven with the pre-match show stay safe guys all the best you are watching lester till i die tv with chris and chumps youtube facebook twitter instagram and pinterest all you need for everything lester city fc it's lester till i die tv lester till i die now available on spotify thanks for watching lester till i die this is chris saying goodbye and see you next time Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.